And welcome to Booked, where two guys tell you about the books they're reading and talk about holiday stuff. I'm Olivia Studden. I'm Rob Olson, and this is a very special Valentine's holiday episode, right? Streaming live. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. No, we're not on Facebook. We're on, I always get this confused. Everything streams live now. We are on YouTube. Um, there is a way to do this on Facebook. So the next holiday episode, I plan on having that figured out where we could still do this, but it would be on Facebook, which I think might double the viewership to six. That would be that would be awesome. Um, we are joining. It, <laughs> oh, really after you. If it sounds like I'm not paying attention, it's because I'm trying to make sure that this link gets shared out so you can you can actually follow us we are joined this week um and this again this holiday episode by our uh, permanent permanent staff of holiday uh guests uh jesse lawrence hello jesse hello and misty bennett the newest addition to the book team hello oh did you hear that you're actually part of the booked team that's pretty mm -hmm. that's pretty special yeah, yeah. i so. feel special thank you um, we have a couple things planned uh, for tonight. Uh, this is, I know you guys are seeing this a little early, but for our listeners um, who are going to listen to the audio version, want to make sure they have plenty of time to hear this before they kill themselves on Valentine's Day. So one of the high suicide days, I know Christmas is. Is Valentine's Day? No, not really. Okay. Jesse, the statistician, has, <laughs> has his <laughs> He knows all the suicide stats. Guys, can, can, before we go on, can you, uh, can you guys tell me a little bit about those shirts you're wearing? Because I... I I'm a little envious. <laughs> um, Jesse, Rob. I would, I would, yeah, I'm going to invite Jesse to uh, to do the rundown, the origin, and why you got him, why, why, why we have him. Um, we we discovered, I believe Rob's the one who discovered it. That's adorable. I love it. That's amazing. In love. <laughs> oh, good lord, Livius! Oh, I tried to do it quietly. I didn't want to interrupt what was happening. But I got a pink bow, but I, I didn't find anything like that at Target. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right, all right. Uh, Jesse. So there's this movie called Mister Right, which is phenomenal. It's got Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick in it, and that became kind of a bestie group movie because we like to go on vacation with each other and then spend lots of time <laughs> watching re-watching movies and tv together instead of talking to each other so mr wright's the new one and i believe the film takes place in new orleans yes so the two main characters end up wearing bitch shirts which i didn't know this was an actual thing like a new orleans type thing until after the movie and after i went to look for these shirts so, movie, besties, bit shirts. It was specifically, uh, Jesse was the one who actually had the shirts made and, and gave them to us. And it was uh, during our StokerCon trip to Los Angeles that uh, we got the shirts. And there was originally a plan um, to do like record a video with all of us wearing them or something. And then certain people got too tipsy certain <laughs> nights and... Not point any fingers, <laughs> but um, she knows who she is. <laughs> I, uh, so let's see, Rob, you have bitch number one, Misty. That's uh, that's bitch number two, correct? Correct. Jesse, bitch number three. Now, what listeners might not understand is that uh, although this is 
also my podcast i am definitely the odd one out in this group <laughs> and what i think they don't understand is the the how much jealousy i harbor for these for these moments where it's like the three of them have like this little quiet thing secret thing happening and and i'm not part of it so uh i think i trumped you guys this time hold on a second <laughs> Why? that's right that's right <laughs> Bitch, <so long. laughs> So um, I know if you're listening to this on oh audio, my God. probably the what? worst bit of audio you've ever heard. Um, but I, I also have a red-ish shirt, bitch four on it. Jet, like Livius wins. Like we're we're done. Like <clears throat> nothing better is going to come. How long have you been? When did you plan did this that? Happen? Um, this happened. This is why it took me so long to get on the podcast tonight. <laughs> I got well, on here. How much did later. you know that we were gonna do this? Because we you didn't guys plan are just this. you guys are just this fucking predictable, Misty. <laughs> when I got to be with a bunch of bitches, Ooh. it's just predictable. You guys have bitch on your shirts. That's not that's yeah, not a slander. I'm actually addressing your shirts. I am overwhelmed with I don't know what. That's amazing. I didn't even have that shirt on or this shirt on when we got on the call together. Let's just be clear. Misty was wearing a shirt when we got on the call. Yeah. I'm going to get too excited. So. Wow. uh, So tonight we're going to take you through some things. Obviously, the wardrobe reveal was the first one. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to talk about a TV um, series that's currently available on Netflix called The End of the Fucking World. Am I getting that right? Is it the fucking yes. end of the world? It's the end of the fucking world. End of the fucking world. I uh, think. Which we all watch. It's a BBC Four production, if I remember correctly. So we're going to be trying to talk about that a little spoiler free, I think, because I just finished it today. Oh. And uh, I think there are some things that uh, we potentially don't want to spoil. We're going to talk about some other um, romantic Valentine's Day slash love stuff, and then it'll devolve into politics or movies music something as it often does so uh you guys all got to see the end of the fucking world i'm assuming yes sir rob you want to kick off our kind of uh review slash discussion on this so for anybody who doesn't know um it's a it's a, a series on netflix that is i believe eight episodes and they're all like 20 ish minutes long like 18 to 23 ish minutes long mm-hmm. um and the whole premise is you've got these two teenage kids one the boy james uh james mm-hmm. i watched this a little while ago so if, if i don't remember yet, is um it's presented as like thinking that he is like a psychopath who wants to to kill someone and he find he, he just has to figure out who um the girl Alyssa. Yes. Ooh, good memory. Yeah. Um, is just kind of she doesn't fit in, and um, so she kind of finds James because he's not just like the same, you know, cookie cutter person everybody else is. Um, and so like, it's it's like they they come together based on not fitting in. Um, but they definitely have two entirely different ideas of how this is gonna, you know, kind. Of Might be having some technical difficulties. Yeah, it's the internet. What can you do? Out a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we kind of, we, we start off with uh, with James, who is, has been killing animals and doing terrible things uh, his, his entire life. 
and he's decided to move on to uh, bigger things. And as he's planning this out, um, Alyssa is kind of fed up with the, her cookie cutter life and approaches him. <laughs> just, yeah, I got to tell you, mixed feelings about Alyssa throughout this, right? So, like, at the very beginning, I really liked her. Mm. Then I got to a point where I couldn't stand her. And then there, there's some redemption there. But, yeah, she approaches him, walks up to his table and says, I've seen you skating. It's quite shit. Is how she decides to kick off a conversation with uh, with James. Yeah. Wait, whose idea was it to watch this? I want to establish that. Me? It was Misty's idea. <laughs> Wait, and it was Misty's idea to do a Valentine's episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. There you go. So we quickly, after that, um, their home lives have already devolved, but they devolve some more, and they decide to essentially go on the adventurous road trip to get out of that uh, crappy town that they live in. Hijinks ensue. Um, Let's talk about that trailer for a bit. That trailer was the entirety of episode one. I don't know how they fit (laughs) all 25 minutes into a a two-and-a-half-minute trailer, but I, I feel like I saw all of episode one in the trailer itself. Is that do you guys do you guys feel that way? Yeah, the the trailer is really heavy on the the setup. The setup, the the romantic aspects of the situation. Deceptively so. Would you guys agree with that? <laughs> um yes. Yeah. yeah. I thought this was going to be a little bit more crazy love story than it turned out to be. So it's like Episode one and two, kind of crazy love story. Episodes three, four, five, six, seven, not really at all. Episode eight, kind of a little bit. <laughs> kind of getting a hint at what the uh, Livius review is going to sound like. <laughs> yeah, but just because he didn't find it to be a love story doesn't mean he didn't enjoy it. Hmm. I mean, Livius's beginning was probably better than <clears throat> better than my beginning. I was feeling a little surly when I started watching it. So once it came on, my first note that I made was, "Oh, it's the kitty fucker from Black Mirror." It is. <laughs> this uh, is going to be oh, your yeah. <laughs> So, um, did you guys recognize the girl? Oh. No. She's from Penny Dreadful. Oh, you're right. Stop it. I thought for sure. I thought for sure I wouldn't be the only one that knew this. Man, Livius wins again. Rob, we gotta. No, no, I didn't know. And I'm now. What I'm thinking is the next time we're all together, we have to rewatch some Penny Dreadful. <laughs> um, Stay on uh, Livius's level. Yeah. So no, I did not. Um, I, I did not. I, I've never seen. Um, I've only seen a couple episodes of Black Mirror, five or six. So I've not seen the one you're referring to. He did not look familiar at all. But she was also in um, Hannah. That movie where she's trying to be a killer, something, something. It was not a very good movie, but I remember seeing it years ago. Um, By the way, that girl. So if anybody's seen this trailer, if you haven't seen the TV show, watch the trailer. That woman is 26 years old. (gasps) Alyssa is? She is 26 years old. Stop it. Because I thought to myself, like, that's her, but I'm pretty sure, like, there's no way she's, like, 17. Because she was in a movie, like, 10 years ago that I saw, and she was a teenager. So (laughs) I looked it up. I was like, yeah, she's, like, 26 or 27 years old. amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, she looks like she's all of 13 in this this show. So, um, I mean, guys, let's uh, let's do some thoughts. What did we think about the relationship between James and Alyssa? We'll go to we'll go to Jesse since he just muted his mic. 
Good timing. <laughs> yeah, great call. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it was all right. I got annoyed at parts, thinking like, why are these two so hell bent on or stubborn about being together or reuniting? You know, I mean, there was definitely a point where they both should have just fucking walked away, and that would have been that. You know, and I think it would have been completely fine. I think the show was just kind of marketed really weird. You know, it's not a, it's not a bad show. I enjoyed it enough. It was a little bit long though. Okay, Misty, what about you? I have to agree with that, even though it was my <laughs> idea. Um, I stopped watching after episode three, maybe in the middle of episode four, which is really when things start to get a little crazy because that's when they find, I don't want to do a mega spoiler, but they're in the house and the the person that owns the house comes home. The thing happens. Yeah. um, I actually, at that point, I was like, oh, well, I'm I'm bored. So I turned it off for about two weeks and I came back to it. (laughs) Um, So I agree. It wasn't done something about the tension was off or the um, maybe the characters weren't as exciting as I had hoped. And cause they really start out to be exciting, but then it got kind of dull there. I think what Jesse said, they, why are you remaining together? You're so, it just, it didn't sell, I think. Um, but by the end I did, it did redeem itself, which I know Olivia's already said, but it did. I like my, the I want to just chime in before Rob goes with a response to what you guys said. I mean, I, I get why they didn't split up because I think that the two of them kind of committed to doing this thing and had taken too many steps together to go back. So they, they've alienated their families. They've committed crimes, um, you know, from, from minor to moderate to serious. So I think their only choice I, I felt was really for them to, to kind of stay together. So, I mean, I bought that from, from the, the standpoint of how their relationship developed. Um, Rob, what do you got? Well, I think I might end up being the end of the fucking world apologist on this uh, episode. Because, like, realistically, um, I think that uh, the, the idea that it was um, marketed wrong is accurate. It's not some, like, dark love story. It's a coming-of-age story. So... Um, what I what I thought was going to be like some like weird love, you know, love interesting ended up being, you know, kids figuring out who they are, which I'm not as big a fan of. Uh, I don't really I mean, I'm not of a of the age that coming of age stories really ring true. So that I think that was the disconnect. Um, but realistically, if you look at the story as um, two kids figuring out who they are. Uh, and it's only because they're with each other that they can really do that. It's a good story. It's just pretty dry. Like, if you think about it, James wouldn't really understand himself if he didn't do all the things he did with her. And she wouldn't really understand herself uh, for the same reasons. So uh, it, it does what it was intending to do. But I think it was very poorly marketed. Aww. Yeah. I, I think I yeah, saved it. <laughs> you did. Yeah. So overall, I, I didn't think it was bad. I, I think that, like I said, the marketing, I don't even think it was marketed poorly. I honestly think this is just misleading marketing. I think yeah. that um, Misty came across it. I, I, I think I feel what she felt in the excitement of watching that. I saw it halfway in the trailer. I was like, I'm sold. This weird love story looks amazing. 
Yeah. You know, so I, I think it was, uh, and, and this is not the only time this happened. I've seen other movies where I thought, man, I go back to that trailer and I'm like, how is this even like from the same movie? You know, I mean, like even the music that they used under the trailer just led you to believe, you know, like rom-com with like a crazy twist kind of, um, can't remember what was that breathers knockoff. Do you remember Rob, that movie, um, about the, oh, the, the warm zombies? bodies? Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. that, you know what I mean? Like that was, yeah. you know, like that, that type of story. And that's kind of what I was expecting. Maybe yeah. a few less zombies. Um, but I don't think that's what delivered that being said, um, the characters were well-written. Um, it's, there are parts that are laugh out loud, funny. Um, it was a lot sexually weirder than I expected it to be. There were scenes where I was just like, <laughs> Jesus, there's that scene in the bathroom. Um, so for anybody who's listening who might think you might want to watch this with your, you know, preteen kid because it's like a weird romantic comedy or whatever. There's like like a guy picks them up, they're hitchhiking, and uh he basically sort of solicits a hand job from from uh from uh, you know a 17-year-old boy in a bathroom, and and not that it's graphic and in, in, in what's depicted, but there's some tough stuff in, in that movie too. I mean, there's hey, you know I just want to interrupt your bathroom hand job uh comment to talk about the fact that Frank Edler has joined us. Oh well. <laughs> If anybody, says, if anybody has any input on, on bathroom hang, hand jobs, I think it might be Frank Edler. Yeah, that's why I wanted to break in with that. He says, good evening, lovers. <laughs> our friend Diana says, hey, party people. So uh, thanks for joining us. We actually are up to five viewers right now. And All that's right. probably like a record. That is uh, that is close to a record. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I was, I was a little, um, I don't want to say shocked. Um, I, I think those scenes played well in the story, but I think they didn't fit in the show, if that makes sense. Like the show just wasn't that's I, I don't know. It, it just it, they came off as forced, I, I think, like the, the weird like sex scenes came off as is very forced. How did you feel about their kissing? Um, I got to tell you, I like laughed out loud that first, that very first time they kissed. Wait, I, that's I watched, not how you kiss? I watched it. I was sitting in my break room at work. I started this while I was on lunch yesterday. Um, and I thought, all right, I can knock through like an episode and a half while I'm on lunch, and I just about spit out my food because that was yep. that was one of the, the great moments in 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 that first episode, at least. So good. Um, I had a couple of random thoughts, but since we just had people join us, do we want to we want to reintroduce the bitch shirts? You guys are you guys are talking a bitch one, bitch two, bitch three, and bitch four. <laughs> We're not going to tell the story again, but we're all we're coordinated no. for this for this episode, which is pretty awesome. Um, the thing Livius brought up about <clears throat> the sexuality in the show was actually one of the things in parts that I liked a lot because it was a very progressive show. You know, where Alyssa's like, maybe the dude's asexual or maybe he's this. It's like there's a lot of different people out in the world, you know. And then also the scene where she get, brings the guy home and she's like, yeah, I changed my mind. I don't want to do this anymore. And then he accepts it. And just moves on, and like that's that. It's like well, it's all it's all good. Tested a little bit. Well, he did, but he didn't. He didn't then rape her or anything. You that's know, good point. he did not rape her. It's like, all right, you change your mind. No, that was Fine. the next guy she met. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> that's not. I was. I was. I was joking. That's not. Yeah. So look, um, we're trying not to spoil this 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 show, but um, you know who that next guy is, right? No, I oh, don't. Dude, he's from Sherlock. Yeah, he's the shitty detective from Sherlock. Yeah. Oh, oh, he is. Now that yeah. you say that, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, Rob, you said you had some thoughts. 
So uh, one thing that we haven't brought up is is some non um, protagonists. So there are there are a handful of characters that you know. There's the parents and and everything, but I think that like B plot would be the uh, detectives, the the two female detectives who are investigating something that happens and um, kind of trying to figure out these these kids based on the crimes they committed, and um, those. I, I didn't know how to feel about them, but I think I ended up feeling the way that they wanted me to about them. I liked the one more than the other. Um, yeah. Yeah. The one seemed like she was like so close to just having it together, but just not quite enough. Yeah. I actually, um, so I started off really bored with the detectives and, and, and they're they They grew on me as, as the one detective, um, the, the one who's trying to give the, the Alyssa and, and James the benefit of the doubt is, is she kind of developed more as a character. I was more interested in, in their story. Um, but yeah, like the third or fourth time I saw, it, I was like, it's way too early for these two. Like I get there, they're hinting at some yeah. things that happened, but I was like, this is, I found it boring through like two episodes, but then I became very engaged in that story. Um, mostly in the one character versus the story of the two detectives, I guess. Yeah. I'm with you. You guys ready to, to wrap this up and uh, are we going to give it some stars? Let's give it some stars. Let's do that. Who would like that's, to start their wrap up? Do. I'll go. I think our, yeah, our guest should. Um, I liked it well enough. You know, it had it had its moments and whatnot. Um, I was really glad that they were short episodes, to be honest. <laughs> um, I don't think it would have done well as a <clears throat> as an eight hour story. But at the same time, this I'm I'm glad that Netflix picked it up that they did the show because it's content that I don't think they have a ton of yet. So it's allowing them to have diverse content. But this show almost perfectly illustrates my desire for movies to be better again and for TV to not be such a big deal because this totally should have just been like an hour and a half movie instead of eight 20 minute episodes or however long it was. So I give it three stars. Misty, you're making faces. Why don't you go next? Mm-hmm. I'm sad about the three. <laughs> uh, actually, Rob redeemed this for me. I probably would have said three and a half before, but if you think about it as a character kind of study as opposed to the rom-com with two little ones then or two teenagers, I like it better from that perspective. Also, knowing now that Alyssa is 26 years old, and I actually thought some of the kisses were because I'm like, oh, is this her first on-screen kiss? I was like, that's (laughs) so cute. Um, She's incredible. I also loved a lot of her inner monologues. Um, James, too, but her, when she got her period was amazing. Um, So I'm going to go four instead of three, Jesse. Wow. Take it I'll away, take, Rob. I'll take yeah, I'll take over. Um I I'll be honest, I, I wasn't super excited uh <laughs> to watch this from the beginning. The trailer didn't have me, so I wasn't duped, I think, the way that you guys were. Um, or or the way it sounds like you guys were. So uh here's my thought. As a coming of age story, which is really what this is it's a good story and it's got its lighthearted moments and it's like a unique approach where like people start off really dark and discover that the darkness that they feel like they have is really just 
a kid's natural like reaction to like how shitty the world can be to them. Um, and so with that in mind, it, it's a good story. And um, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. It was kind of weird. Um, so let's do four, Misty, four stars. <laughs> I was totally duped by the trailer. Um, that being said, well, that's an interesting thing happens because then you have expectations. And then when your expectations aren't met, you're more disappointed than if you didn't have any expectations, right? So there's a cycle of things. So that being said, after it was all said and done, um, I found it funny. Um, I I hated Alyssa for a while, and that felt very real, too. I mean, in that, like, I, I thought she was great, then I didn't like her, then I liked her again. So I don't need to like all the characters for, I think, to be for it to be well-written. I thought it was well-written. Um, I thought it was an interesting story. Jesse made an interesting point, though. Um, well, well, I don't want to say for sure, but this seems like a limited series. So, yeah, I, I, I don't like, I mean, yeah, don't serialize something into eight 20-minute episodes if that's all you've got. If you wanted to do that and you had seasons two and three lined up already, then I could I could appreciate that um, because I do believe this was released on the BBC, BBC four or whatever in weekly segments already. Therefore, um, you know, it's a little different audience. Netflix to, to have, you know, an original series that's eight, 20 minute episodes is stupid. There, there's no point. Everyone's going to binge watch it anyway or watch whatever, how many portions they want. Um, but yeah, after you know, figuring out that it's not what I expected it to be uh, as a coming of age tale, I liked it. I, I liked the characters. I thought the plot was good. I mean, overall, there were some some stretches of the imagination in there, too, but I thought that was OK. And, and overall, I enjoyed it. And I think that uh, I'm going to go with Misty and Rob on this at four stars. All right. I want to point out something that I thought of before, but I didn't uh, I forgot to articulate about the, the story in general is I definitely had the feeling at multiple points during this little series of like, man, that's a lot of fucking walking. Like they're walking in fields together. You know who I would walk through a field for? Only someone I really cared about. Yeah, that's that's a fair statement. <laughs> um, Misty, it's Wait. also not it's also not necessarily a game. Like, I mean, like you you, you <laughs> celebrated like like Wait. once. Yes. Okay. We're waiting. Wait. Hold on, because the audio <laughs> cut out for me. Did you say that was a lot of walking? Walking. Lots of walking. Are we trying to bring up Santa Monica Boulevard again? Because I'm not ready. Oh. Uh, yeah. What was that? No. Three point seven seven miles. I I feel like you are ready to bring it up, Misty, because you brought it up no. <laughs> no i just was like walking we've That's all a lot walked. they walked so we much walked so much together though <sighs> rob take hey, us buddy. into our next segment yeah so i was thinking about um valentine's day and of course that means like being together and you know love and intimacy and things like that and of course uh one of the things i thought of is like um, we're, 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 re, uh, we're, we're diverse in, in our location. So Livius and I are in the Chicagoland area. Misty is, is down in Texas. Jesse's up in Minnesota. And I, I, I realized that maybe the laws don't necessarily apply the same way. For... Yeah. 
for anybody who didn't catch that, Rob was saying that the laws don't apply the same for all of us, that we're subject yeah. to different rules and regulations based on where we live. <laughs> Rob, this isn't going to turn into like a weird age of consent tour thing. Is that <laughs> where you're, you're heading with us? Okay. Oh, my God. I wish I would have thought of that. Yeah, Amanda's not on this one, so forget about Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried. I did the minimum amount of research required. Um, Is that zero? Uh, so it's like 5%. Uh, uh, effort just to see if there were some interesting laws in the different states um, that we live in that, you know, regulate relationships and stuff like that. And I found some stuff. And so I did, I went to, there's a website called dumb laws and it's gotta be reputable. Right. I mean, it's on the internet because it was one of the top hits on my search. So it was probably the first one. So that's why I went with that. Um, so I found some, uh, uh laws for for the states that we live in and i'll only i'm gonna kind of cherry pick just a few um and see if if there's any discussion to be had there we'll start with texas everything's uh, bigger in texas i thought we would end with texas because we had the best ones or worst or whatever so this is great so, you'd be surprised well you're gonna notice there's themes <laughs> like different states really care about certain things more than others i believe like butts. And, like butts, what? Well, because I think anal sex is like a thing that used to be. <laughs> What's this? Let's <laughs> <No>. care. <laughs> For the listening audience, I don't know if Missy was karate chopping. I don't know if this is a castration motion she was making with her hand, but maybe we'll find out about some local Texas thing that we don't know about. Rob, go ahead. Right. Misty, well read in those laws. Oh no! I just backpaged. Hang on a second. This is terrible. This is terrible <laughs> podcasting. Isn't uh, that a thing now? Now, Missy, you're going to have to tell me if some of these are true or not because this is the internet. So we could be. <laughs> you know um, how familiar I am. So, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so tell me if this is true. Homosexual behavior is a misdemeanor offense. Wait, currently? In Texas, yeah. I think that's the butt thing. You think that's the butt thing? No, the butt thing would be sodomy, which applies that's what to it is. everybody, right. not so, just homosexuals. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's all right, so let's explain, Misty. Homeless is when somebody doesn't have somewhere to live. <laughs> so, so Misty, if you were to engage in activity with a homeless man, or if you have. Was no, I said homosexual. Oh, be, Wait, huh? I was oh, homosexual. homosexual. I, I, said homosexual. I did say homosexual. <laughs> Wait, then I. Oh my Wait. god, thank you. Wait, are these ways? Wait, oh. is this great? So, am I am I misunderstanding? So, is this gay people, homeless people, or gay homeless people? <laughs> and, when, and when do we get to? I still want to answer my question that I asked Misty, but <laughs> wait, what's homeless behavior? Well, no, I, I, I have no idea. I, I think you said. I thought Wrapping you said homeless newspapers. I thought you said homeless sexual behavior. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Bristy. Oh, that's way better than what I actually said. And, uh, here, all right, Misty. <clears throat> I uh, don't think homosexuality can still be a misdemeanor. All right. Well, being homosexual is different than behaving homosexual 
homosexual behavior, which I don't know what that exactly means. But anyway, all right, I'll move on to the next one. Maybe you'll maybe you'll be able to help me with this one. Up to a felony charge can be levied for promoting the use of or owning more than six dildos. Definitely. It's why I only have <laughs> five and a half. <laughs> Like guys, this isn't this doesn't count. It really becomes a storage issue at that point. You're like, no, that's a butler. <laughs> that's if not a dildo. In my apartment, you know that's true. <laughs> wow. All right. So this is a Dallas specific uh law and um uh relevant to the last one. It's illegal to possess realistic dildos. <laughs> wow. Who's investigating these crimes? I, I don't know. I don't know where they come from. It could be totally fabricated, but um, and then I'll throw you so, one more so, from Texas. So hold on a second. So let me let's can we just take a step back to that last one? Yeah, yeah. A realistic dildo. So you mean you could have one that's like a foot and a half long, just not I, like a very like average challenge. <laughs> I think we're talking about the aesthetics, like you the know, veins. The You're talking about the veins, <laughs> yeah. right? Is that they can't have any of those guess, porn star molded ones that are like oh, like plastic like acid. Their gotcha. dick, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Like I think if All you right. have a turquoise one, you're probably cool. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mine is not. <laughs> <laughs> this is an accidental window into to Misty's life. <laughs> I would like to break um, it and say that Comrade Chrome said Misty, your shirt is wrinkled. <laughs> And I swear to God, Rob said to her, no one's going to notice your shirt is wrinkled right before we went live. <laughs> oh, I did. No one should ever notice that. Um, he also said, in California, it's illegal to hunt whales from your car. <laughs> um, wait, so, hot, wait, hold on. So by whales, because I, I don't know if you thought that we're talking about like kind of romantic, weird romantic laws. Does he mean whales in the water? Or maybe or like whales, a whale tail, or, like a thong. Or maybe yeah. whales on the beach. Well, knowing knowing him and the beer nut that he is, you might be talking about very rare and hard to acquire beers, <laughs> right? Whales could be with a Z. I'm drinking and driving, man. Yeah. It's a weird way of saying it, but whale tails. I, I really <laughs> wish that was that was if if was that because of like the the trend with like low cut jeans? Is that yeah. where the whale tails came yeah. from? Yeah. yeah. Not a big fan of the whale tails, but really love them low-cut jeans. <laughs> low, low rise, whatever you want to call them. Love it. Whale tail, whatever. Are we ready to move out of yeah. Texas yet? Oh, uh, in El Paso, there's a law. Appearing in public wearing a lewd dress is prohibited. Do they elaborate? No, not at all. This website, not super thorough. Although it does have links to the full text of some of the laws, but not all of them. So in times I've seen um, articles or whatever about this, uh, typically these are very old laws that have just not been taken off the books. Yeah. And when you think to yourself, well, it's just stupid. Why don't they take that off the books? Apparently the cost to remove a law, like they have to get like all the people together and there has to be paperwork has to be drawn up. They're just like, that's just stupid. We're just not going to enforce it. Right. It's um, cheaper to not enforce it. Or if you get charged a big with that, craze at some point in Texas, if you get charged with that. You really piss somebody off and that's all they had. <laughs> that's like when you piss off a cop at a traffic stop and you start getting like your taillights aren't quite bright enough added to your speeding tickets to your, you know, I mean, that kind of thing. So, yeah. So we point our, our, our eyes toward Minnesota. Oh, please. The yeah, land of 10,000 lakes. Uh, Comrade Chrome did uh, clarify he meant the sea mammal. 
<laughs> when he's talking about hunting whales. So maybe it was a sea mammal with the, the whale tail, their underwear. Was, wearing a thong? Yeah, Jesus. yeah, wearing a thong. California's so fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to point out that Minnesota has just really weird laws in general on this website. Like it's a, it's uh you can't cross state lines with a duck on your head. <laughs> and then later on, um, there's a specific one where you can't enter Wisconsin with a chicken on your head. What is you Jesse? Have- Jesse. <laughs> What's with the birds on the heads? This has gotta be a really weird, really old, like Minnesota Wisconsin feud type situation. I have no fucking clue why ducks and chickens matter so much. I just had this vision that if Jesse leans back in his chair far enough, there's a duck on his head. You just can't see it. <laughs> as long as he's not crossing any state lines, apparently that's fine. Um, it's illegal to sleep naked in Minnesota. Is there any truth to that? Jesse, we may have lost Jesse. He's all frozen. Um, but the show must go on. Oh, Let's he, remember. I thought he was frozen because he sleeps naked. <laughs> Let's. He, that's it. The the authorities. I said he had a duck on his head. They've cut his internet. So we'll we'll uh, we'll continue on All while right. we wait for Jesse to come back. The thing to remember, though, is that when a law is written, there have to probably be multiple instances of these things happening before it gets written. Right. So El Paso, yeah. at some point, must have just had like a lewd dress problem. It, it wouldn't have been, you know, like guys are just sitting around going, well, what laws can we come up with? And they're going, well, what if a woman eventually wants to wear a lewd dress? Um, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, you right. think it has to happen Let's a number of times. Let's that right now. Yeah. They're like, uh, we got to keep these people from walking out of the state with ducks on their heads. It's happened like 42 times in the last <laughs> like three years. I think when Congress convenes or whatever, um, that, you know, we need to we need to put an end to this. Well, um, do you want to hold off on Minnesota and see if Jesse's able to rejoin? I think uh, Rob is probably trying to get him joined right now. I know he messaged the group. Oh. Jesse. Oh, I thought you were looking down at it. Me? No, not at all. I, I'm I, will, not, I haven't been I paying attention down. to, to Jesse. Um, not, not, good internet hasn't made it to Minnesota yet. So, <laughs> I mean, we can we can dip over to Illinois. Like, Minnesota's pretty short, so we'll come back to Jesse when he's, um, uh, when he's ready. So, let's just... We're going to start big with Illinois, the very first law, dumb law in Illinois, um, which we may we may contest the dumbness of it, is that it's illegal to have sex with a corpse in Illinois. I think that's a really smart law. Wait, isn't that illegal everywhere? Necrophilia, uh, is, yeah. necrophilia is a crime nationwide. I listen to a lot of true crime. <laughs> and... Like, where can I go to do this that I won't get arrested? <laughs> I want to see your search history, Misty. <laughs> well, there's not yeah. any realistic dildos on it. I can tell you that. All right, so you are the, an authority and weird stuff. I, I don't want to. Um, I, I don't want to call Misty out on her lack of research uh, into the necrophilia case. Um, there are four states in the country where you can have sex with a dead body. Get out of here! But you cannot give or receive a blowjob. What? You, all right, hold on. And then like eighteen. <laughs> now this is from da- the Daily Caller, which is a a, a you know a, reputable a, news source. Legit, well, a legit website at least. <laughs> um, 
Uh, you may engage in sexual intercourse with a corpse in Louisiana and North Carolina. Uh, okay, Kansas and Kentucky straight people can have oral sex as much as they please, but gay and lesbian couples may not. Hold on. However, it's totally cool if gay or straight people give the time to a dead person. So, Kansas, Kentucky. That's cryptic. Louisiana and North Carolina. Weird. Um, but, but, sometimes you have to remember this, too. The fact that it's legal means that no one took the time to make it illegal. Do you follow what I'm saying? So no one ever sat down to write the necrophilia law, which is why it's legal. I think sometimes when we hear something's legal, we feel like it's endorsed. And that's not always the case. It just may have never, it it may have not happened enough in those states that it it became an issue that they had to legalize or or make illegal. So uh, I'll, I'll go back to, and I know I've mentioned this on the podcast before, a number of years ago, there was a uh, Romania um, had to uh, uh, make um, incest illegal. So, or I'm sorry, I take that back. hold on, hold on, hold on. Second. I take that back. They had to make it legal. So let me let me say. Oh. So, so there's all these news stories coming out about it. The the thing that if you do, if you're the type of person who only reads the 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 title of it, is you go, yeah, what the fuck is wrong with those people? Well, in order for them to join the European Union, your laws, like something like 90% or whatever of your laws have to be the same. Mm. So in all the other countries around them, it has always <laughs> been legal. So in order well, to yeah, align... there's royalty and stuff. Like you right. can't, yeah, but yeah. in order to align their laws with the rest of the nations, they had to make incest legal, which means they took the time to make it illegal at some point, <laughs> which the preceding four states that I mentioned clearly did not do for necrophilia. Uh, yeah. So this Wait, is, is this still Minnesota, or are we on Illinois now? We have moved. We moved, we moved to Illinois because you had dropped out. We'll get back to Minnesota in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um. Here we go. Champaign, Illinois. Which, um, Illinois people familiar with the state will know. Champaign is where the University of Illinois is. It's one of the larger state colleges. Um, in, in the in the city, in the state, whatever. I said everything but the right. Uh, word in Champaign, Illinois, one may not pee in his neighbor's mouth. Whoa, what if it's a guy who lives a couple blocks away? I, I'm apparently that's <laughs> fine. Well, I guess that's you got to determine what a neighbor is in that, in yeah. that situation. I, I'm going to guess that probably came about from college hijinks, yeah, peeing in mouths, yeah. Um, in Crete, Illinois, it's considered an offense to attempt. To have sex with one's dog. <laughs> but Weird. not the actual act. Yeah. That's uh, that's an interesting <laughs> specification. Um yeah. Uh I, I don't hey, think I'm sorry is... guys, it was accidental, so it's, it's all good, right, Judge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guys, I obviously didn't mean to. The peanut butter was there for a different reason. <laughs> a good exfoliant oh wow um yeah the dog thing illinois is kind of boring um i'm going to jump back to minnesota really quick and i want i want an answer from jesse on this because one of the minnesota ones is um missing where'd it go ah there we go oral sex is prohibited period that's on the books in a lot of states still actually that's and this is probably the one that's most concerning for Jesse personally. All bathtubs must not have feet. 
<laughs> what does that even mean? Like, you know, those claw-footed, yeah. like, bathtubs? Yeah. yeah. You can't that have that. Is actually on the books? It's, well, according to this obviously reputable website. Um, so yeah. when, does that mean then when apartment listings list that as, like, an, uh, I don't, I'm forgetting the word now, but something that's good, you know, like, like an, an amenity, an amenity. Yeah. Does that mean they're, they're engaging in entrapment? Well, I think it's that, well, they're the owner. So they're the one that's breaking the law. Mm-hmm. Not, not the renter. You get what I'm saying though, right? Yeah. yeah. Cause that, that's something that's always listed on Craigslist apartment listings. Like, like apparently clawfoot tubs are so spectacular. They always have to talk about it. So if it's illegal, it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, again, I, I can't even figure out the reason for that one. It's like all the other ones <laughs> I, I can come up with. You know, even the 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 I don't know the the chicken on the head thing or whatever. I'm like I don't know. Maybe there and was ducks. just a, <laughs> maybe it was just a weird like ducks were being abused in order to carry out some kind of ritual. So it was you know made into a crime. But what did no a clawfoot bathtub ever do to anybody? I don't know. Um, I'd like to wrap up this little segment with um, a contribution from Diana on the live chat where she says in California law, anyone having intercourse with Satan must use a condom (laughs) because I mean, it makes sense though, because if you get knocked up by the devil, antichrist, right? California is pretty, California is pretty liberal too. I'll bet you if you get into the Bible belt, it's actually just illegal to have sex with Satan. Yeah, you can't have any sex, not even protected. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Can you have unprotected sex with Satan if you're on birth control? <laughs> or maybe you had a hysterectomy. No chance of having a baby with Satan in that. Oh. No? Yes? All right. I, I, don't, I don't know. So anyway, <laughs> dildos in Texas, birds and blowjobs in Minnesota, corpses in Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> I uh yeah, I, I yeah, I don't I don't know what to say. Um obviously we should visit some of the other states that don't have necrophilia laws. I Just feel like California was a missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Um they do. They they're not on that list. They they have necrophilia laws, I think. Maybe. I, I well, know. yeah. Well, didn't you just look at a list? There's, I did. I don't remember. It was North Carolina, Louisiana, uh, Kentucky, and Kansas. Oh, bathhouses are against the law in California. Bathhouses should be against the law everywhere. That's just weird. Coming from a Romanian, that's a strong... (laughs) I know, right? That's a a strong statement. That's your culture, man. (laughs) uh, Jesse had to have a bathtub with no feet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... It's just, I was just picturing people just to feel oppressed that they have to have bathtubs and sit on the floor. Like there's just this this kind of, you know, the man is out to get me kind of scenario there. Um, it, they probably are. It's got to be like some really insanely weird old thing that a corporation lobbied for, you know, when because like a lot of tubs used to have feet, right? That was kind of an original feature on tubs because Except for the Japanese, they couldn't figure out how to make tubs that could stand on their own, I'm assuming, or something. So you think Wait, of what a did mo- the Japanese have? They have these Oenko or whatever they're called tubs. They're like kind of the rounded wood ones for soaking. Okay. It's for relaxation and shit. But you think about it, 
clawfoot tubs, porcelain tubs. That's kind of how they used to be, you know. And then these modern things came in that were just shoved, shoved into like holes Big in the tub came along. <laughs> yeah. So maybe maybe that's why that's illegal because we used to have rail cars here or street cars here too, but then the tire companies decided well, we don't want you to have street cars, so we're gonna try and squash them, and they did. Um now that you say that, I mean the, the clawfoot design was just bad. Because if you think about it, you know, you're putting in, I don't know, what do you put in? Maybe 30 gallons of water to fill a bathtub, right? So 250 pounds, then you throw another 200 pounds into it, in Misty's case, and then, you know, a little less for the rest of us. But um, <laughs> just think about all that weight distributed on the four feet instead of flat onto a surface. It seems like they're, they're, that may have been problematic, especially in the olden days. So, I don't know. There you go. Fasc- never thought of that. Fascinating stuff. Not the most romantic topic now that I'm reflecting on it, but well, oh, so it occurred to me you were, you were you were going through these, and I was like, I should look some up in the rest of the world, and I I started to type, and I thought, no, because we get to laugh about some of the weird laws that we have here, and I thought about some other places in the world where the laws are very very serious against uh, against some of the things that we may have even just made fun of tonight so uh, let's let's keep it let's keep Aww. it in the US for this and keep it a little lighter hearted I, I think um, I'm down with that too. yeah so opening, um, I'm opening beer number two by the way yeah, I'm about to have to pour something in this I am going to continue to drink for anybody who tuned in late I have a little box of wine <laughs> that was not full <laughs> when I started tonight but will probably be even less full when I'm done Hey, it's premium. You got out the premium stuff for us. I will tell you, this stuff is not bad for coming in a cardboard container. Um, while everybody gets a refill, uh, we're holding steady at six viewers, which is always a, a good great. thing. <laughs> is anybody checking the messages? Yeah, I've been looking. Okay. It's still Satan with a condom. <laughs> <clears throat> it's got to be something weird about the skin contact then with Satan. Like... You know, I'm pretty sure this is not an actual thing. <laughs> Just taking a guess. That would be funny if, like, because you're, you're not going to find many legislators that believe both in the devil and, um, you know, contraception. Like, usually have it's like ever, one or the other. Have you ever heard Maxine Waters speak? Uh, no. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I right. she's, she's a legislator from from California. You should watch some of her some of her speeches. You, you might find someone that believes in Satan, contraceptives, Satan and, and con. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You might throw. I don't know what her religious beliefs are, but it does seem like like that would be the one. Um, you would think that the message would just be don't have sex with the devil, like abstinence, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're just worried about the birth of the Antichrist. Like, they don't really care if you have sex with Satan. It's just, don't bring the devil baby into the world. All right, I have to look this up now. Let's be honest. It's making some <laughs> assumptions about Satan. Like, Satan's like, hey, want to have, have a baby with me? Like, is Satan really asking? He's, he's the devil, is what Are I'm saying. Are you trying to say he's not a gentleman? I yeah, am man. impugning his, yeah. yeah. Dude, Satan's All got right. your back. Come on. And weird the stand in in bakersfield california there uh yeah yep that's just in bakersfield um la clearly many many people have had sex with satan (laughs) yeah just not they're like we can't even enforce this here like let's just move on i think i watched a movie about that recently (laughs) 
In California, don't import an Asian woman and make her a prostitute in California. If you're caught, you get a year in prison and a $500 fine. A whole year? I feel like that might be a little outdated, too. Whoa. Yeah. And a $500 fine, Misty. Don't forget the important part. Non-Asian women, though. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) You import like an Australian woman? San Francisco prostitutes are not obliged to make change for bills larger than $50. Yes. That's Rob, how did you not find weirdsexlaws.com? Female power. <laughs> yeah. Um, I well because I went to dumb laws. I don't know why I went to dumb well, laws. But the problem is you, you but they have to make change for a 20. I don't know what service they're providing, but <laughs> hey man, just because your rates are high. This, this is very, very true. I don't like where this is going. I am going to talk about um, wedding traditions. So not specifically Valentine's Day and definitely not that weird shit Rob was talking about. But I did come across a couple. And, and I mean, there's a lot of wedding traditions in the world. But a couple of them stood out. <laughs> Wait, can you first walk us through a Romanian wedding? Oh, my God. Traditional? Yes, yeah, it's really a lot like any other wedding um, there's a there's a priest. There's a lot of incense. And, so is uh, it long, like a Catholic wedding, or are we talking no. more like Lutheran wedding? I I don't think I've ever been to a Lutheran wedding, but I'm based on what you said, I'm going to go. It's more Lutheran. It is not a long ceremony, huh. um, but it it does the the few that I've been to all have included like an actual sermon beforehand. So we're like you know, so you got like a 20 minute sermon and then like like the wedding. So. Is there communion? Uh, yes, there is communion. Okay, that's more like a Catholic wedding. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's actually, it's Orthodox, but yeah, it, it's it's very close to, to Catholicism. I'd say Rob's never been in a church. It makes his I skin didn't. burn. <laughs> I've, I've heard the word communion before, but I have It no makes his skin idea. burn. And in Bakersfield, California, if you have sex with Rob, you have to wear a condom. <laughs> Wait. I... <laughs> Wait, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, if Flavius has sex with you in Bakersfield. Wait, which one is which? Who's the devil in this? I think he's implying that Rob's the devil. Yeah. Debatable. Ooh. You talking? Livius is the one with the heart. I am the one with the heart. Remember? Where is it? Just had to to break out the bitch for sure to shut Misty up. I looked up some um, unusual wedding customs, um, and, and none of them are, are really shocking or, or anything. But I thought this the, this this two or three are fairly interesting. Uh, in China, in, in a particular culture in China, grooms shoot their future brides with a bow and arrow, albeit minus the arrowhead, three times. The groom then breaks the arrow to ensure the couple stay in love forever. What's the divorce That's rate? That's some made-up shit right there. That's well, Jesse, if they if they do it, they stay together forever. It says so clearly in the in the thing I just read. So the, <laughs> the divorce rate for zero. They do this oh. is zero. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she's dead. Well, yeah. No, they take the arrow. She's head not off. fucking leaving because she knows he knows how to shoot an arrow. <laughs> That's what I was just gonna say. There is no divorce rate if they try to leave. They put the arrowheads back on. Yeah, and then she's dead, and there is no divorce. I'm not even sure this is a really country, a real country. So I'm gonna have to Google this first. Mauritania, you guys have anything on any knowledge? It's officially the Islamic Republic of Mauritania. It's a country in the Maghreb region of Northwest Africa. Okay, in Mauritania, girls a 
so fucking oh here we go aged between five and 15 are sent to fat farms before their wedding to pile on the pounds what what? right so misty misty i know it i know in texas (laughs) women looking to get married have to tweet that they're at the fucking gym three times a day (laughs) three at least right am i am i i don't know maybe i have it set to only get like three notifications about misty going to the gym in Mauritania, ah, lovely. If a bride has stomach rolls, stretch marks, and overlapping thighs, it signaled her husband was wealthy enough to keep her satisfied. What? So that's the opposite of a thigh gap, right? <laughs> I I get. I mean, overlapping. I don't even. I don't want to Google overlapping thighs. Yeah, let's all not do that. I've already Googled, can I have sex with Satan in California? (laughs) What states is it? Is it legal for necrophilia? I mean, I've I've Googled some weird shit tonight. Um, So, yeah, that's uh, quite the opposite. But the the whole thing that I, the the, the BS I'm calling on this, and and maybe not on on this statement that this is what happens, this sounds like something that that would happen. First of all, between five and fifteen are sent to fat farms. That's a little weird because that would imply that by sixteen they're married, right? Um, yeah. So there's some questionable stuff happening there. But if this exists, the the final it says it signaled her husband was wealthy enough to keep her satisfied. Then isn't that faux? I mean, isn't that a fake thing? Like if you fatten her up before you get married, how is it that you're you're not the one that made her fat? Does am I am I making sense here? Maybe they have sponsors. Like yeah, like, oh, I see what you're saying. The groom is the one who pays for. Maybe the they're really fucking sick, and they go look at a bunch of little kids and decide who they want to fatten up. Oh, she'll yeah. look good, plump. <laughs> well, I have to imagine think- a little bit of this is arranged marriage, and not so much selection yeah. marriage. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I didn't even know yeah. this fucking place was a country, Mauritania. Um, if for anybody who's looking to. Uh, to, to go on their honeymoon there, just know that you'll be judged poorly if you have a skinny wife that, whose thighs don't overlap. Uh, I, I, Korean, I, my friends in Korea, their tradition dictates that the groom has his feet beaten with fish or a cane <laughs> before his first night as a married man to test his true strength and character. I want to know who chooses the cane over the fish. And that's- I was going to say the same thing. I choose the fish. Wait, hold on. Repeat that. What happens? The gr- the groom, the, uh, the I'm sorry. The first. So the groom has his feet beaten with fish or a cane before his first night as a married man. So when you'd be having your bachelor party, Rob, uh, we'd have to take you down and beat your feet with fish or a cane. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. <laughs> All right. Then you go out to the strip clubs. I, I, I mean, hopefully you've taken the cane then, because who wants to take their fishy feet to a strip club? Yeah. No, not me. Not me at all. Ian, um, for, I'm sorry, go ahead. Did you have a comment? I, I'm just processing. Please, right. please continue. Newlyweds in France were forced to drink leftovers from their wedding out of a toilet bowl. Let's get Axel Tayari on the phone. Nowadays, chocolate and champagne are used as a substitute but still served out of a toilet. What? That sounds kind of French, to be honest. That does sound a Wait, little French. Drink leftovers. Like, how do you drink? Like, you have to laugh at it? I, or... I don't. There are no graphics. 
leftover food, leftover wine. Any of this means no, I, I don't know. <laughs> that sounds made up. But it sounds French. <laughs> well, here's to them. <clears throat> French uh, beer and all. <laughs> uh, brides of the Tujia people in China are required to cry for an hour a day every day for the month preceding their wedding. What? <laughs> Ten days into this ritual, her mother begins to join her, then her grandmother. This is thought to be an expression of joy as the women cry in different tones. Olivia, this is, <laughs> this is all so fake up. news. This, this, is could, like, this could be fake news. It's from hellomagazine.com. Uh, it is an article you, from 2014. You're reading stuff from Hello! Exclamation point magazine? That's like the That's British like version the of the National, National Enquirer. Really? Yes. yes. <laughs> I think it's worse that you guys know that. Yeah, I was. <laughs> both of them too. That's that's a little weird. I used to work at a at a shop that had a periodical section and whatnot. It was a collectible shop. I can't explain why I know that. I just have a lot of random knowledge, like necrophilia. <laughs> yeah. That's your right. jam. Okay. All right. Hold Random on. Random knowledge. Misty. Do we do we believe the Guardian? Uh, yeah. So the Mauritania thing is also reported in the Guardian. Oh. Um, although back in two thousand and nine. I would think that the bride crying thing is right up your alley, Olivia's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when there's never, <laughs> nothing sexier than a woman crying. Can we so talk the about thing... tears as a lubricant again? Wait, did we ever do that before? <laughs> yes. Do you want me to find it? It was in it was in Minneapolis. That's it where was, it would be. It yeah. was when old man Livius came out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when he was wearing my hat and glasses? Yes, All my right. friend. That was for oh. the listeners who aren't aware. If you want old man Livius, you take my glasses and my hat and you put it on him, and that makes old man Livius. Which it, it did look. He looked like he was angry we were on his property. I, I feel like I have your hat and glasses here somewhere from the <laughs> Halloween episode. <laughs> Go back to our Halloween episode. I have no idea where, where they yeah, were. Don't you have like a prop closet or something? You can just go. <laughs> no uh, all the props you see worn in this episode and all other video episodes of the book podcast are available for sale by contacting me directly. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, so that, that's all that I've works got. works out really Apparently, well. Apparently, I've been on the uh, the Inquirer, um, uh, Inquirer. Website, the UK Inquirer website, but the Mauritania thing I was able to verify through another source. Misty's googling stuff. All right, no, so no. Frank, I got, I got, I got the quotes out. I just wanted to find uh, it. Frank, Frank, I'm going to cut in and say Frank Edler um, did say in Krakahosia, it's illegal to not give medicine to a goat. So you see a goat with a cough. <laughs> you you find that lozenge in your pocket. Oh man. <laughs> um I don't we didn't really have a lot else planned for this episode. Um I will say that Rob mentioned something that, that I thought was super cool um that that we don't get to do as adults anymore. And that's the little Valentine's Day cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that on my drive home. <laughs> Well, I'm going to be purchasing some for, for a young lady who are going to be um, uh, who will be distributing them to a uh, to some other youngsters her age. And I was very, very excited. Let's see if I can talk her into the Paw Patrol Valentine's Day cards. But I did find out that they are no longer allowed to bring any food products to school. So that was always 
um, the, the, uh, that was always the the thing, right? Like you brought some some um, those little sweethearts or mm-hmm. some lollipops yeah. or something. And apparently, because one in like a million kids is allergic to peanuts, fucking all off. You just can't do it. Yeah, yeah. that's like yeah, that's that's so natural selection has just been like ground to a halt. <laughs> I actually because said, like okay, you so. can't fucking take a peanut. <laughs> Rob, the best part of that is what I said to a nine-year-old today. I said, I think that's just natural selection. No, can I tell you? I know this is not really the topic, but um, you can't even bring cupcakes on your birthday. You know how, like, your mom might make cupcakes for you to bring to your class on your birthday or a cake or whatever? You cannot do that anymore. No, someone could have celiac. All right. Gluten. I, I do want to. I, I do want to correct myself before I'm, or uh, I'm quoted on saying like one in like a million kids have a nut allergy. Apparently, it's like one in thirteen. Yeah, because natural selection is not allowed to work anymore. Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah, because of that, little kids everywhere miss out on cupcakes and um, lollipops and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> yeah, that's um. So all right, so. I brought that up earlier because I was trying to think of it was the Valentine's episode and I was trying to think of like in my life what's been significant about Valentine's and I couldn't think of a fucking moment in my like adult life where like Valentine's was a good thing so I was like when was it a happy thing and it was like when you're a kid you get that little like pile of envelopes because like everybody you know brings uh, you know Valentine's for the whole class. And then you're like, oh, I feel special. I feel like I was included in something. And it was just like this adorable, you didn't fucking understand relationships. You just like, it was just like, hey, I like you. Simple. Yeah, it was, it was a great moment. And I am, I'm saddened that we no longer have that. Thanks, Obama. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Obama. Do you guys have any, anything to add like to that? Cause I've got some, like, I got, I've got some thoughts about this, but I want to see if you guys, Jesse or Missy, anything, any thought, any thoughts? Um, any experiences? I, oh, no, but I do. I agree that it was a very wholesome experience as a child. And then the older that you get, it's a potentially very depressing day in the year. <laughs> yeah. Misty. And like looms out there like Misty. after New Year's. I found out earlier that sex with homeless men is not illegal in your state. <laughs> so on the event that you have another year like that, head downtown. Find a tent city and just go to it. <sighs> I feel better already. Rob, what are some of your thoughts on this uh, on this Valentine's Day thing? I So I think I was kind of a cynical child because like as much as like I reflect on it and think, Oh, that was a cute little, like happy moment in life. Like there would be people who I was like, I fucking know that you just, you did it. You gave me this cause you had to like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> had, had you just had your choice of who you were giving out Valentine's to, you wouldn't have given that to me. Did, did anybody have that? Or was I just the most cynical? Oh, I kid? did. But I was, a big no, it was guy. obvious. Yeah. Yeah, I have that feeling during the Christmas episodes for Booked. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, because we don't give you a themed gift like all of us. Here's the thing about that, though. Like, you Mine came from 
my heart. We gave each other like the same we thing. Did. We did. We did. Yeah, but Misty, I had to create this shirt on my own. <laughs> Olivia's, you got you got the most thoughtful gift last time around for me. I just I just got Rob and Misty the same thing. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. I was kidding. I was I was just being funny, but you know, let's <laughs> Now we're all worried about Livius. <laughs> in, in, in December, I'm, I'm worried kidding. about Livius. Misty, Misty's buying me a Bitcoin. You know, Rob is Rob is mortgaged his collection to buy a gift so that I feel loved and appreciated. I know. I'm gonna find out where Jesse bought these bitch shirts and uh, get a number four in the works ASAP. Uh, can, can I tell you that at least once a year, I walk past like 400 of these things. <laughs> That's a yeah, bitch. But, yeah, but how yeah. high do the numbers go? Uh, you know, I never really paid attention. I, I will tell you. And two. Uh, no, I no, there there are up to five when I looked online. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, and that's how hey, bitch four happened. Yep. Hey, it all makes sense now. It's all coming together. Yes. I did not actually create the graphic art that is on this shirt. It was uh, it was cut out of a out of a an ad- advertisement for for shirts. I am still beyond impressed. I need to post live. I want more information. Uh, did you want to know what the history of uh, Valentine's Day is? Definitely. Does it have to do with a saint? It does. It's the the legend of Saint Valentine. Hmm. It's shrouded in mystery. This. It is shrouded. It's shrouded in mystery. That's a terrible way to give someone the explanation for something. We don't really know. <laughs> All right, end of story. Moving on to the next topic. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it is. It is uh, across the United States and in other places around the world. Candy flowers and gifts are exchanged between loved ones, all in the name of Saint Valentine. But who is this mysterious saint, and where do these traditions come from? Uh, he's uh, shrouded in mystery, as I may have mentioned. February has long been celebrated as a month of romance, and that Saint Valentine's Day, as we know it today, contains vestiges of both Christian and ancient Roman tradition. Uh, St. Valentine may have been killed for attempting to help Christians escape harsh Roman prisons where they were often beaten and tortured. It's fucking terrible. Why are we giving chocolate in memory of this? Um, so yeah, apparently, uh, he was, uh, sainted for helping people escape oppression. And that led to, um, chocolates and flowers. That led to an enormous amount of jewelry being purchased by guilty men at the last minute. Every February. Yeah. Yeah. Get, wait, are they are they guilty or do they feel guilty? They feel guilty. Okay. okay. That's like, yeah, yeah. like I didn't I didn't plan well, so here's a pearl necklace. Yeah. <laughs> Misty's reaction. Suspect, all I'm gonna say. <clears throat> Rob, what else you got on Valentine's Day? What else do I have on Valentine's Day? Um I don't know. I think I'm running. I'm running a little dry on on Valentine's Day stuff. Um, I really thought there was going to be more to the Saint Valentine. No, there's. I mean, there's a lot of stuff, but it's all really no, dry. It's just, it sucks. Of, yeah. Like, if you want to hear oh. about like you know, people being tortured and stuff, I can, I can go on. But not really. Like, so uh, here's a question. So of 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 everybody that's on the podcast right now, I'm the only one who's not currently in a relationship so i'm posing a question to the people who are in a relationship 
do you celebrate Valentine's Day? And if so, do you buy into the flowers and candy and going on a, you know, on a fancy dinner date and stuff? Or, or, or do you derivate? Do you do something different? Jesse. Oh, putting me on the spot. Of course. I can. I'm single. I can do whatever the fuck I want. It's Valentine's Day. You can Day. do whatever the fuck you want. Um, we do. We do celebrate Valentine's Day. Um, we we decide what we're going to do from year to year. Um, sometimes it's like, oh, are we going to get gifts for each other? Or are we just going to do cards? You know, because there's a lot of factors, money and what's going on there with people and work and whatnot is always, <clears throat> always an issue. But so Jesse's we do- really good at giving people cards, by the way. <laughs> the best at giving people cards. So, I mean, we do celebrate it, but it's not like a big huge deal sometimes it is you know you just you gotta you gotta play that game i guess it's just so ingrained in us now <laughs> like that's how they get you you that's get the all thing. you get this stack of valentines as a kid at school and then you're programmed for life to like have to do all these other steps yeah, there's like an expectation that the world has on you because people are people are going to be like, hey, what'd you do for Valentine's Day if they know you're in a relationship? Expectations. Right? And it's yeah. the world's expectations more than it is you or it's, your significant other's expectations. It's like we're putting on this grand show for for the world. It's the man keeping you down, Jesse. And the man's keeping all of us down. It's still fun, though, because, I mean, it's it's an excuse to go <laughs> out to dinner. Um, try new things I'm going to chime in with a much simpler answer no not really all right I mean that's yeah that's kind of the no not not really I don't know I mean it just that's like the best Livia's answer that's exactly what I I would expected from you you know no I I just I think that I mean like you know like we do stuff on like anniversaries like like that that have meaning to us not to um whatever everybody else not to mention the fact that if you ever tried to go to a fucking restaurant on Valentine's Day Oh, you it is can't. a goddamn nightmare. So, um, you know, you make reservations like a month ahead. Well, you still though, you're in a packed place getting poor service because it's a it's the 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 place you've gone to is overwhelmed. You know what I mean? So you you wind up in this like yeah, it's cool. We're doing this thing that everybody else is doing, but you're kind of suffering through long waits, maybe mediocre service, maybe mediocre food because they're rushed to do a bunch of things. So you're better off going the weekend before, the weekend after, or um, it's like sweetest day. A lot what of times making a <laughs> like reservation like four months ahead to even get on Valentine's so Day. Nearly exactly six months after Valentine's Day, you have essentially the exact same holiday again <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> yeah, so October. I, I, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. Misty? Uh... You're, you have the only female perspective on this, and not that that's going to change anything, but... You are the only female perspective on this topic. I'm going to give a complicated answer. No so, pressure. You got to represent. Um, and also, I'm in a new relationship, and we've not had a Valentine's Day before. Um, and he won't be here on Valentine's Day. But uh, typically, when I have been in a relationship, I actually don't care that much like about going out. Like what Livia says, you try to go out on Valentine's Day, it's disgusting. I don't like it. I'm not into going That's out. Disgusting. <laughs> no, it's just everybody is going and doing the same thing. Look at all those people who like each other. <laughs> Shit. Look at those 
You can tell I've been single for a long time. <laughs> Look at all this affection. And it's not even towards six dildos or a corpse. I'm really not comfortable with this, guys. So uh, I'm not into the going out like that, like to a fancy dinner or whatever. Uh, however, I do appreciate things like flowers, even though I don't want to say that I do. I really do. Um, Why can't you just say that you do, though? Yeah, just do it. Jesse, do not, Jesse, do not <laughs> disturb. Did the... Do not disturb the very complicated feminine process, please. For the love of God, do not try to simplify it. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, life advice from Livius. Let me tell you, this is all that I care about, and it's terrible. All I want is for everyone at my office to know that somebody loves me. <laughs> so validation. Your minions. I am going to say <laughs> no woman has ever spoken with more truth <laughs> than what I just I heard right now. <laughs> yeah. This is like yeah. finding like a giant giant squid or something. Like you waited years <laughs> to find one alive. This is this is this is Misty's Misty's last suitor. He walks in on Valentine's Day with this beautiful bouquet, and she's gonna be like, "Could have fucking just sent that to work." Takes him, walks away, okay, throws them right in the trash. These are worthless. Let me tell you, if flowers show up at my door. <laughs> Couldn't fucking care. <laughs> right, right to the trash valet. <laughs> no, they Very have to come say. to work where someone can so- has to sign for them, and everyone can see. Where's Misty? You got flowers. Does anyone see Misty? So that's all right. So that's some sort of fucking strategy game that I don't understand, because I've had in my life and in the last year, um, girls that I know that I'm not even romantically interested in ask me to send flowers for work for them to work like for their birthday or for an occasion or something specifically to their work and i just i'm like yeah fine now now you know (laughs) Uh, that's the real truth women don't actually care for themselves about getting valentine's day gifts they want other people to see them getting stuff it goes a step further. I think it's to make other people feel bad about themselves <laughs> because they didn't receive it. Look how good I got it, motherfuckers. <laughs> did you get flowers? No, you didn't. Wait, how many did you get? No, I got two dozen. Right? Um, this does remind me. I did, see, I did see a meme. I don't, I don't know what it's called, but it's the, uh, it's the black guy who's, who's doing this. Like he's thinking about something. You guys know what you're guys picturing yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? And it said for Valentine's Day, send your girl flowers to work and sign them from a a secret admirer. And if she doesn't bring it home, that bitch is cheating on you. (laughs) Makes sense. Yep. There it is. All right. So that's our, that's everybody who's in a relationship's thoughts on uh, what, how you do, how you do Valentine's Day. Rob, why are there women you're not involved with asking you to send them flowers anyway? Can we talk about that for a minute? <laughs> I mean, I don't really know if I have a good answer for that. Can't they just um, send themselves flowers? I, I think mean, that's like they're one out, step like, away from twenty bucks. Then, yeah, I think that's it. They they don't want to absorb the cost. <laughs> you're like, here's this sucker. He's a nice guy. If I seem pathetic enough, he'll send me flowers. 
Look at how lush that beard is. He must be rolling in cash. He's, yeah. Right? How do you right. finance a beard like yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got flower money. <laughs> yeah, that's gotta Rob, be it. Can I uh, can I ask? Um, I, I, it occurred to me because I, I I mentioned I went back and I was listening to a, a portion of our last episode, our last holiday episode, and I had said how much I loved the uh, the app dating. Um, conversation that we had on one of the <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. one of the episodes. Yeah. Um, do you know what like that is like around Valentine's Day? Because I imagine that it that game might change a little bit, and I don't know if you could speak to that or not. Um, I don't really have. I don't think I'm going to have a good answer for your question. Um, but I, uh, what I'll say is that like I had a, a uniquely different experience. When I was living in California for four months, than I have in Illinois, like can, s- strongly different experiences between the two. Can you give us um, some vague? You don't have to name anybody or whatever, but can you can you tell us maybe what's different between the West Coast and the and the the mighty Midwest here? I, yeah, yeah. Well, the Midwest does not seem so mighty. So like, so like, I've had a few nibbles here and there, you know, and it's just like bare minimum effort. So if I if I if I receive a message from someone, it's just like hi, and then I'm like, and and with like no information on a profile, so it's like I have literally nothing to go on. So like, do I say hi back? And then I get kind of pissed, so I just leave it alone. And by the time I'm I'm too re- you know t- I've decided to respond, it's too late. It's you know, desperation. That kind of thing. So like, <laughs> you yeah. have to go back to the high oh my God, I'm lonely. Um, so no, it's it's really an awful scene in in Illinois. Um, whereas in California, I felt like I was meeting people that like actually were interesting, but it's just like a big vapid pile of shit. And then okay. there's so uh, one thing that I noticed that is unique to to the Chicagoland area, and and I think you'll easily guess why, is lots of flight attendants on the okay. on the on the dating apps. Interesting. Uh, O'Hare yeah. is, uh, I believe, and it changes occasionally, but I believe currently back to being the busiest airport um, in the world. So, yeah, that would be, uh, yeah, I guess. So, yeah, they don't sense. necessarily live in Chicago, but they put their, like, maybe their base. I don't know how flight attendant life works. And, I mean, I wouldn't have any problem hooking up with some flight attendants. Like, that's fine. Like, that's probably some low... Um, you know, responsibility like you see each other every now and then. Oh, you're flying in, you got a few hours to kill. Great, <laughs> hey, so they, so they tend to stay overnight, and I know this because, um, my, my process for <laughs> O'Hare Airport is, um, I go park, I, there's a over a, like long term parking in Rosemont at those hotels, and then you just take a free shuttle to the airport. Yeah. And without fail, I'm on that morning shuttle with like, like five or six attendants. crew members, yeah. So it's yeah. you know, pilot and flight attendants and stuff. So I don't know what the the requisite is for that, but I guess if you're you know if you fly into some place at eight o'clock at night or or whatever, and you know that's your last flight for the day, you just stay at whatever hotel you locally hotel, and fly yeah. back out the next morning. So, but it's without fail. I expect that there will be flight crew on my shuttle bus every single time, and it, it's really never failed to to happen. So yeah, yeah. I guess those nights yeah. must be lonely nights. Yeah, so. like seven hours of romance <laughs> that I'm missing. <laughs> that's okay that's okay hey man don't let him use you for your apartment <laughs> um so, flight attendants yeah. on dating apps that's an in, that's a very interesting um 
that that would yeah, be but... a good basis for a story there i think there's a story somewhere in there yeah if only one of us were a writer um <laughs> which none of us are yep. um california way different though um although i have been texting these guys lately jesse and misty get little texts every now and then me on a dating app <laughs> with like a little funny line and i we think the latest one... last night yeah i sent one last night that said like uh girl you're just the right amount of cross-eyed <laughs> or let's put that snapchat fil- filter back on oh frank edler has left for the night but he loves us we didn't even get a chance to wish him happy 100th episode on I... his bazong podcast yes misty go ahead Actually, I think it may have kicked some people off. I got some messages from friends that they cannot get back on. Oh, that's, what? Uh, that's interesting. And that it shows there's only one watching now. Like they can see that there's only one watching, which that could have been Frank and he finally got kicked off. But they keep clicking the link and it's just spinning. So I, um, I it is playing because I just went to YouTube and clicked and heard yeah. like 10 seconds ago what, what you were it. saying. So it does seem to be working. Oh, people will be able to catch us on the replay if you can't get on live. Sorry huh. about that. But uh, you will have, uh, I'm going to take a moment um, to, to talk about the podcast. This is a good time. You are going to have some opportunities coming up um, to call in to the booked podcast. That's something Rob and I have been working on. Oh, yeah. And by call in, really, we're going to call you, but you kind of get what it is. So uh, if you're watching this or you're listening to this uh, soon, future upcoming episodes, uh, some of them will contain an opportunity for you to call. Now, I know you're thinking to yourself, like, I listen like three days after they're on. We will post in the Big podcast listening group. And if you're interested, you can uh, message us and uh, direct message us your phone number, and we will call you in. Uh, if you have questions or you just want to participate for, for a few minutes, it's something we're planning on doing very shortly. So um, kind of another way to hang out live with the crew from Booked. Yeah. Woo. Our technology is improving. I love you guys. I love you. Aw, how romantic. (laughs) Oh, we're making heart hands for everybody who's listening. Um, Let's uh, let's talk about a couple more (laughs) things before we get off. I thought we would all kind of pick a great um, Valentine's Day, not Valentine's Day theme movie, but a great like love story. So we, we all kind of agreed that the the show we watched was not a great love story. I, I don't know if we any of us said that, but um, I, I would like, and I'm dropping, Missy's making faces, and now she's making another face because she came up with something. Because <laughs> there's a shocked and horrified face. She's like, oh shit, he's going to ask me something I'm totally not prepared for. Um, uh, do we have a volunteer to go first? Missy, you go. Oh god, Misty. here we go. Well, at first I was nervous because I hate romance. And um, and it was your idea to do the Valentine's Day episode. I know, right? So originally what I wanted us to watch is uh, Trouble Every Day, which is a crazy French film about a woman who literally eats the person she's having sex with because she gets so excited she just takes a bite out of them. It's wonderful. There's blood I everywhere. We've all this been there, right? Right now. So I'm off. I'm off. <laughs> So, um, anyway, I was like, oh, I don't know a real, like, love story. And then, do you know what came to me? Yes. Hannibal. Yep. It's beautiful. That's all. It really is. I know it's not a movie. It's a series. But 
beautiful love story. So I'm just thinking story, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, clearly we have not gone with anything remotely resembling traditional. I was thinking like, you know, something you put on with your loved one on Valentine's Day or something. Or the four days surrounding Valentine's Day so that you can watch a serial killer. <laughs> and a maybe love story between him and the guy who's chasing him, sort of. What was that other movie called, Misty? Because uh, you, uh, you did pique my interest there. <laughs> Trouble every day. I'm going to put this in my just browser. Just the right amount of cannibalism for Olivia's. And just in case, just, just in Not too case, much. Just in case you guys think that Google doesn't pay attention to every word you said, I typed in trouble, and the first suggestion was trouble every day. That's not exciting. That's just goddamn <laughs> terrifying. So it is terrifying. I actually get scared every day. No, I watch no, way oh, too much Black Mirror and uh yeah. <clears throat> Jesse. Yeah, me. Love stories. Love stories. Love story movies, TV shows, <laughs> like the thing that Livia's asked us. Overboard? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Even as problematic as it is, I, over, you, overboard all the way. You do That's okay. Adorable. You do mean the Goldie Hawn. Kurt oh, yeah. Russell. Okay. Just, Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell. Right. Okay. Overboard. No, no, that's that's cool. Uh, that's cool. I just I, I started laughing because I was like, oh my god, I wonder if that's what he's talking about. And I thought I can't possibly be. I mean, so. I'm really disappointed in my besties right now. But um, Rob, why don't you go? Why don't you go next? Oh, I don't know. Scott Pilgrim, Mr. Wright, Baby Driver. Mr. Wright and Baby Driver. I, I'm so sorry. I knew you would be talking about Mr. Wright, though, so I could talk about Overboard for a second. Baby I Driver? Just, I, I thought about y'all and Hannibal. It's Hannibal. <laughs> Baby Driver is the most recent uh, uh, love story for me. Mr. Wright would be the one that came out before that. Scott Pilgrim is probably one of the most adorable fucking love stories I've ever seen in my life a thousand times. I just rewatched it like two days ago. Boom. Scott I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with two recommendations. Moonstruck. Completely out of line <laughs> with everything you've heard previously. Is um, it the both notebook? Of, both of them are little known. <laughs> little known. Selfie's um, choice. Yeah. <laughs> Schindler, Schindler's List is a is a very romantic. I'm um, no, no. Just oh, wow. oh my god! I was oh, was it my ready? first movie is also French. Um, it's called Love Me If You Dare. I don't know where you would even find this. I'm guessing somewhere on the dark web or something because I don't believe it's available on Netflix or Hulu. Um, it is a grandiose love story that starts with two children when they're I don't know roughly seven eight years old, and then follows them into their adulthood. Um, it's probably, uh, in my opinion, probably the most uh, beautiful romance movie ever made. Um, and then I'm going to also suggest um, the movie that I wanted um, the end of the fucking world to be. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> um, a movie called Maniacs. So a maniac with a T-S at the end. Maniacs. It's a 2001 film. I will actually read you the uh, the synopsis. Two serial killers meet and fall in love in an asylum for the criminally insane. That's all I'm going to read from it because the rest of it turns out to be a little bit spoilery. But two serial killers meet and fall in love in the criminal uh, mental asylum. 
So those are my two recommendations. One super weird. The other one weird, but uh, very um, traditionally romantic, I think. I think Jesse would would agree with me that like one of the best on screen romances would be Jim and Pam from The Office. Oh, you know, yes, (laughs) Jim and Pam from The Office, and also, ooh, Clarence and and Alabama from Alabama uh, True Romance. Yep. Why did I not think of that? True Romance is such a great. uh, The last the last six minutes have caused me to think that next year maybe it's a Groundhog's Day episode instead. Maybe we'll have (laughs) maybe we'll have better stuff around Groundhog's Day. I've got stuff to talk about Groundhog Day, man. Already, you throw a holiday at me. Are we just gonna talk about Bill Murray? No, I got other stuff. I heard, um, I heard this year that the groundhog is wrong like almost 70% of the time. (laughs) Do people actually like thanks, Obama? Take notice of the groundhog. Somebody keeps score clearly. What happened was I got in my car that morning, a news station was on, and they were like, oh. He did see a shadow or whatever. And then the other guy's like, it's wrong like 68% of the time. And they're like, really? And he's like, yeah, that's a statistic. So, <laughs> so. Here's, here's the thing about that is while at some point, like the groundhog was probably on our level of technology for weather prediction, like we've left them at that level. And we've since gone so much further in the direction of like meteorology with like satellites and shit. Rob, like we but, can track the actual weather, right, Rob? But and it, you look at their I think shadow. The part you're missing is that we don't actually create the weather, so their prediction and your prediction aren't really what's in question. It wasn't like a versus. No, wait, no. It's just is the groundhog no. right or wrong? There's nothing right. But what I'm saying is, if we right gave the groundhog access to the technology that we have, <laughs> oh, they would I be making a saying. much more educated. That would be um, really fucking weird. Sure. You'd have a, like 50 groundhogs and all these computers everywhere <laughs> and these fucking like satellite dishes. And yeah, we, what I'm saying is we're embarrassing imp- intentionally embarrassing these groundhogs. I think that <laughs> needs to stop. I yeah. think that uh, we should goddamn break farce. the tradition of what the groundhogs have been doing for us incorrectly, mostly yeah. for the last <laughs> however many years. They're fucking phoning it in. Yeah. So, um, I feel like the groundhog situation is kind of like going. <laughs> Jesse just stuck his finger in his mouth in a fairly sexy gesture <laughs> and then held it up in the air. It's for our, for our audio <laughs> listeners. Um, yeah. I don't know what he was planning on doing with it once it was up in the air. Like a golfer. All I know, this is why this is why we don't do this podcast in person ever. For any yeah. Keep your fingers to yourself, Jesse. Too much sexy. There was that one time, though. I believe in Minnesota that what he just did was illegal. I've not, I've not checked the stats. <laughs> Only was. if there was a duck on his head. <laughs> so, I think everything's illegal here. Hey, while we're on Minnesota, Jesse, can I ask about a major event that just occurred in your uh, in your city? Um, Justin Timberlake? Yes. So not the Super Bowl itself, because whatever. Um, your your take on on the, the, the whole Justin Timberlake Prince thing? I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. You haven't watched it? So I will I will sum up for you what occurred and my feelings throughout this. Now I'm I'm uh I, I wouldn't say I'm a huge oh. Prince family. I found I really love Prince and I really respect him as a musician. And I've said this I said this before he died, probably the most talented musician ever. Um 
so news came out that Justin Timberlake was going to do a, a duet with a, a Prince hologram, which we have now seen a number of times during the Grammys or, or whatever in some events. There's kind of a public outcry by fans that then quoted and pointed to a Prince interview from something like 10 years ago where he was asked about that and he had claimed that that type of thing was demonic and that, no, he would never do that himself. Mm -hmm. Um, And and he did say something interesting, and I don't remember, so I'm going to misquote here. Something along the lines of, well, if I was meant to jam with, and I don't even remember who I was going to say it was, you know, someone who's no longer like this, we just would have been alive at the same time and been able to do it. So I thought, oh, okay. Well, then I find out that Justin Timberlake still did some kind of duet with Prince. So I go, okay, now I have to investigate, right? And I look, and it was no longer a hologram. It was a projection of Prince from, from a real concert. I don't know that Prince would have felt any differently about that versus what it was. The projection but, loophole. Yeah, but if you die... <laughs> So and I, so I'm sitting there, and I'm kind of angry. I'm not angry, but, you know, I'm kind of like, well, this is shitty or whatever. But then they take a shot of the outside of the stadium. And if you guys have not seen this, I saw it fucking amazing. Right. It's and it amazing. occurred to me. That's the one thing I've seen because yeah. I heard about yeah. it after the fact. And I yeah. so I had to look a photo. Yeah. Up of so it. the entire area is uh, is basically bathed in purple with Prince's symbol, the symbol that he used as a name for many years, um, where, where the round part is the stadium. And the rest of it extends out. It brought a tear to my eye, which doesn't it's happen very often. Fit almost yeah. perfectly with our geography. First tier of 2018. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and it occurred to me, Mr. though, Gabby. that the backlash was probably a little misdirected. Because when I saw that, I realized yeah. that the city of Minneapolis wanted this, right? That Justin Timberlake, I don't care who he is, doesn't have the pull to make yeah. that happen. That had to be a city of, of, of Minneapolis decision or state of Minnesota or whatever. For that to happen. So I was much less angry with him after I realized this wasn't just him trying to kind of capitalize on being in Minneapolis and using Prince to, to kind of, um, you know, make a news spectacle of himself. That it was likely that he was probably like, do I really have to do this? And the city of Minneapolis was like, look, we've got this shit set up. We've already spent like $600,000 on making all this shit purple or whatever it was. So, so I thought it was a very, very touching tribute. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you don't think the city of Minneapolis just purples up like that all the time, <laughs> dude? That was some impressive. Maybe shit. you have no idea. Yeah, that that's, was some Saturday, that's every Saturday night in Minneapolis. I have not had a chance to look into how they did that, but I'll tell you, it was it was it was something special. So I mean, since he's died, there are suddenly so many fans here. Well, I mean, that unfortunately happens that's around funny. any type of yeah. Of, Honestly, uh, though, they did give him the key to the city. Like years and years ago, he did an outdoor show, which was very rare. It was like one of the few outdoor shows he's ever done in Minnesota. And the, like the mayor or the governor or whatever came out and gave him the key to the city during the show. So they don't, he didn't do many shows there because in Minnesota, it is 20 degrees or lower 11 months of the year. So. <laughs> Are you like, is that a groundhog statistic or an actual statistic? <laughs> the groundhog <laughs> predicted that it would be very cold in Minnesota, 11 months in 2018. Oh, man, it wasn't that bad when we were up there, though, right? No, it was not. It was not well, bad when we were up there. We were up there early in the year, too, and it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was like March or April. One of those months. Um, anything else like, if we're done? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do one more. Um, Jesse, what are you currently into? Have you seen anything great or is there anything you're into right now that's uh, that's new and exciting? Shit, man, I got nothing. I got nothing right now. Except right. Tragedy Girls. What? 
Yeah. Wait, wait to save yourself, you son of a bitch. I was like, how are you not mentioning tragedy wait, girls? I've been trying to work on that, like do the there's some <laughs> odd, there's some really weird. I bet Liv- I bet Livius actually could do that better than fucking anyone. Because also, Livius it's straight have- out of the Gangnam style video. Uh Livius, have you watched Tragedy Girls? I have not. You should. I it's it's actually on my list, um, but I watch so little like movie wise that that even if it's like third on my list, it could well be June before I get to it. Got it. Um, other than Tragedy Girls, Misty, anything for you? Yes, I did watch Altered Carbon, uh, and I know there have been a lot of mixed reviews about it. I um, I have mixed feelings about it. However, I will tell you that I've turned it on for a second time. So it's at least that good to me. Um, it is, it's not, um, I call it a trashy Blade Runner. <laughs> and Misty not me, 49 oh, was. <gasps> did I? Okay, so did you get trashy Blade Runner? Yes, we did. Yeah. Okay, so Blade Runner 2049 I thought was beautiful. Um, and... Uh, almost epically done as far as like a a sequel to the first one but and this is kind of like a similar world with similar kind of futuristic kind of things and uh kind of that what do they call it cyberpunk or whatever mm-hmm. um it's doing all of that with a lot more nipples um and a lot more like trash as far as um uh, like the typical f- females wow it sounds better than blade runner sold. totally sold <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of there's some cliches happening there that they probably could have been uh more uh thoughtful about and um but it's okay because for the most part there's some very interesting story happening and there's some really good acting happening and um definitely a lot of beautiful bodies male and female and i uh i i do recommend it i do it's got um, this the chick from Dollhouse who her name I can't pronounce, but like the Asian woman from Dollhouse mm-hmm. in it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, so I watched yeah. the first episode, and yeah. I will likely watch more. Uh, it is interesting. I mean, it is based on a book that's twenty five years old or, or whatever. Yeah. 30 it's years a, I old, think so. it's a trilogy. Yeah. So um, I know a lot of people have been saying that kind of knock off new Blade Runner, but really. The story existed post Blade Runner, but pre Blade Runner Two by many many years. Um, well, I just you know just throwing it out there. Um, Rob, <laughs> wow. anything for you? Um, a few things. So I think the biggest thing would be Tragedy Girls. Um, Tragedy Girls uh, came out like last week or something, so it's very new, and I've already mm-hmm. seen it like four times because it's fucking amazing. Um. So that's one of the things. Livy's not surprised by that. Um, I'm also going to push Happy Death Day. Very good. Which is a movie that I recently watched. I, I love that movie. It's great, right? Like, mm-hmm. it has no right to be as good as it is. Yep. Is, like, the way that I see it. It's pure, um, pure enjoyment. Like, I can't say yeah. it's a great movie, but it is such an enjoyable movie. Yeah. It just feels good. Um, another movie, and then I have a TV show, and then I'll uh, then I'll be done. Um, another movie I watched recently, which I actually really enjoyed and I wasn't expecting to, was 68 Kill. Anybody? Yep. Not familiar. Well, I've not seen it, but I think we talked about it with Seth Harwood, maybe. 
recently. Yeah. I know uh, this came up in conversation. Yeah. 68 Kill is a kind of low budget indie film. Um, and, and like to sum it up as quickly as I can, um, this guy just makes the wrong choices when it comes to women and it like really messes his life up. And it's very entertaining pretty much the entire time. Uh, so those three movies are pretty much like rock star fucking movies. And then um, the new season of Exiles, bro. You're watching that? I am. I am. Almost I, like I have to. Almost like it's compulsory. I, you know what? I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, Shit, wait. Aren't you guys... Don't you guys have a second podcast? My boy. <laughs> okay, that was that was a little alley-oop right there. We are reviewing uh, the current season of X-Files in its entirety over at livazon.com. L-I-V-A-Z-O-N.com. Missy's uh, making ugly faces. And that podcast you know is what? with you. I just want to say, I feel like the last time we had a video cast, we were talking about Mind Hunters being. <laughs> yeah, being can I tell you? I'm glad we didn't. I watched Mind Hunters and I really liked it. That being said, I think there would have been almost nothing to talk about. I agree. <laughs> like Good point. Episode to episode. Because I hate all of you. What really occurred to me? Well, it's, it's not Valentine's a- episode. You have to love us. There are there are <laughs> lots of tv shows that come to mind and and my first thought is like twin peaks was perfect because in every episode there was like a big mystery kind of like x-files there's like a big story that you could analyze along with the stuff that was going on um week by week our big miss has been and probably continues to be and i can't think god damn it this is what happens when you get old what's the uh, anthology horror show on the uh, i'm sorry American Horror Story? No, the other one, the good one. Channel Zero? Yes. Channel Zero is probably where our miss was for some good to one. Of you. Did you watch the second season of that? Um, I, I, I watched uh, most of the second. I'm not quite done with the second season. So I've been piecemealing it out. Um, but I think there's a lot of discussion worthy things in that show. So anyway, um, the only thing I've seen, Mr. Keeping you, did you? I don't know if she like fell out of camera view for a second. Let me tell you, I'm so the sad. princess is pouting. Brought, <laughs> I am. That's what it is. I'm just pouting because you just brought up something else that I'm not interested in, <laughs> and I'm sad because I want to be there and in it. And this um, <laughs> blank space was left here intentionally so that we could all judge Misty. Oh, I was oh. feeling your sadness. You were judging her. I should have. And it makes you yeah. feel better. They're not doing the um, they're not doing the Reddit for him anymore. So yeah, listen, they're... we're kind of phoning in the view at this point. I, I'll be honest. Yeah, we're <laughs> yes. it in. So I, I don't know that there will be a season three of the view. Well, no. you know, maybe if we pick a better show. I hear the office is coming back. Fucking armchair quarterbacks oh over my here. God. Jesus Christ, the office. <laughs> Um, the one thing that I've seen recently <laughs> that I want to mention, and I've let this ferment in my uh, twisted little mind for for days and days now, is I uh, recently watched, uh, had the opportunity to watch, through probably means that weren't very legal, um, the new Hellraiser movie, Hellraiser Judgment. There's um, a new Hellraiser? So oh, yeah. there, there have been numerous new Hellraisers over the years, and they have all been exactly <laughs> There's shit. 11 Wait, it didn't stop no. with one? No, listen. I've seen the so, first four. I didn't okay, watch right. So, so you, watched, you watched one too many, really, because three <laughs> yeah. 
had some great moments, but overall was pretty terrible. Wait, which is the one that has the 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 thing that that spins around? It's like a sculpture. Two. Oh, that's just two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you but see I've one? Did seen... you see one where a club DJ has CDs <laughs> embedded in his head? Because that's three. Okay, then I only watched two. I thought I watched more yeah. than that. Uh, Three's got so, some good moments, though. They, it, three has probably one of the best moments, and that's the altar moment where Pinhead removes pins from his head and puts them through his 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 uh, yeah. hands and does his his Jesus Christ impersonation. Um, that's oh just my. cinema magic right there. Um, but this went on, Misty, and for those of you who are uninitiated into the Hellraiser universe, to go back in time to the 1800s, um, to go to outer space, pinhead in outer space. Wait, yeah, I mean, back in, wait, wait. Back have in you time. seen all eleven of them? No, I stopped um, after I think six. Oh. But um, so the new bad. one. The new one, I would consider a little bit of a reboot. Um, saying that, it has absolutely nothing to do with the first Hellraiser, but it has a similar feel. There's a new character that's introduced that I don't know I would necessarily refer to as a Cenobite, but his uh, his name is the Auditor. And I will tell you that the first... Sounds horrifying. Huh? What's that? I said that sounds horrifying. It sounds like a Jeremy Robert Johnson story. The first <laughs> 10 minutes, give or take, like the kind of like pre-credits, you know, um, scene is uh, is is horrifying and fits in so well. In, in what I hope is the new Hellraiser universe, that uh, even if you don't watch the rest of it, I strongly, strongly recommend that you watch the the uh, introduction to the Auditor in that. Um, so I know you said you watched it illegally. Does that mean that <laughs> not? I mean, is I is it going I to be? I may have watched it illegally. <laughs> <so I> just... <laughs> is it released or? Yeah, so it's going to be out on video this coming week. I believe. I believe okay. the thirteenth. Um, of next well led, Misty. But this was uh, this was uh, um, uh, somebody sent me something because they knew <laughs> I was a fan, and I, yeah. Um, that being said, um, high high marks for creativity. So really, what it comes down to is there's this kind of new way of viewing the Cenobites and and what happens, and then there's a human story. The human story inside of it is is, is it's okay. It's not terrible. It's not great. But the uh, those pieces from from the you know from the Cenobites and the Auditor off the charts. Well, I will definitely watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that got a lot more time than Baby Driver. Um, <laughs> maybe with good reason. Oh shit! Whoa! Somebody hasn't watched Baby Driver. Whoa! I have not watched Baby Driver. Somebody doesn't want to get flowers at work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's no better way to end the fucking episode. Here's no. Let me let me explain something to you. The more you guys are into something, the less likely I think I am going to be to enjoy it. That's why you don't get shirts. Really, number four. Don't lie to us, man. Don't lie to us. Like I thought Scott you're told with us was okay. or you're against us. <laughs> I liked Hannibal. Um, oh, One I did have a question for you guys circling around <laughs> now that I now that I got my 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 thing I'm into. Um thoughts on the Heathers remake? Oh, I don't even consider it. I'm method. not paying attention. No, fuck that. Okay. I mean I watched the trailer um like no, a couple weeks ago. It. I've been meaning to ask Rob about it. it. No, I watched a trailer for it. And um, it doesn't seem 
it so it seems more of like an inspired by than it would be like a reboot or a following of like it seems like the way i see this heather's tv show is like the way i would think of like the tv show glee doing a song you know what i'm saying like the song on glee has nothing to do with the original song it just happened to fucking happen does that make sense yeah yeah glee that's a that's a deep reference right there no one <laughs> thought about glee gonna, i'm still gonna bet that all three of you watch it the new heathers seems like a bunch of like the new heathers seems like fucking white people problems whereas it before yeah. in the movie the fact that they were like upper class people was part of the satire Whereas this, they're like embracing the wrong thing. Like, oh, we're these great people, but look at the shitty problems that we have that we think are a big deal. You know? I recently watched Heathers for the first time, and I failed to note the political. What? The political I beg you your pardon? Rob, you're the one that t- talked me into watching it. I mean, yeah, yeah, I just like a year ago, but. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. But still, I feel like you're the. H that like <laughs> that one that one slipped past me. Listen, I was too busy watching pump up the volume like over and over and over again. It's a great hey, movie, man. Props for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah, not going to hate on you for like pump up I mean, the volume. Christian Slater to me is is uh, is uh, oh Happy Harry Harry Hardon right? Yeah, hell yeah. Um, but if I was going to go Christian Slater, number two for me would be Gleaming the Cube. Hell yeah, so. we, Dude, we have to we have to do. Aware. We have to do White Boy Day. We have to make this happen. True was... romance. There it is. Cuffs. Cuffs. Cuffs has to happen. I've yeah. not seen Cuffs. Dude, Gleaming the Cube, though, he he was just bad at math. I mean, come on. <laughs> I think that... Um, actually, that's actually most of the story wouldn't work if he wasn't bad at math. I think that uh, this is going to bring it to an end. I mean, we've really devolved into Christian Slater. The four of us are probably going to stay on and talk about other shitty movies. Like the fact that someone noticed my fucking wrinkly shirt. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have to have the post-podcast meeting to discuss. Wrinkle, yeah. Yeah. Wrinkle, yeah. wrinkle discuss gate. dress code, clearly. Wrinklegate! You never want to call out your coworkers in front of, you know, customers. But, yeah, we'll have to talk about this offline. I'll get the HR department involved. As always, thank you so much to our holiday co-hosts, Jesse and Misty. Um, uh, We appreciate you taking the time to watch some, uh, you know, marginal kind of TV show. And uh, Jesse, for ironing your shirt, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, for keeping it nice and fresh. You are most welcome. And for your time. um, I don't know what's next, so uh, come back next week for another episode of Book Podcast. I'm Livia Snedden. And I'm Rob Olson. Keep reading.